hello everyone good morning once again so i'm coming to you all the way from the throne room of god to present to you this morning's kindle message i hope we are all doing it very well so i pray that the word of god will speed ahead and that the word will be added wherever it goes in the mighty name of jesus christ so yesterday we started with the introduction to the letters to the seven churches and um, today we want to move straight ahead to the church in Ephesus. But before I do that, I'd like to answer, um, I'd like to share um, a question that one of my dear friends asked me. Um, she asked that, well, how come the lamp was the only one that was able to go before the being that sat on the throne? Okay, um, so let me just share the answer. <laughs> so, um, <coughs> sorry. This being that sat on the throne, <clears throat> sorry, we are told in Revelation chapter 1 that um, this being is so brilliant and that the being um, is um, he's, he's brilliant and that he's covered with uh, stones like jasper and carnelian and that um, there's emerald that glows and um, glows like and, and it forms light like a rainbow around his throne. Um, this being is, 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 is a strange being, okay? Um, he is the king of all kings. This, this being is the... He has, been, he has been a king, an ancient king. Even before the, 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 the earth was made, he was a king before the heavens were made. He was a king before time came into existence. He has always been king. He's always been upon his throne. He has been reigning. It's strange. It's 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 mind-boggling. You can't you can't wrap your mind around it. It's 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 way beyond understanding. But he's a strange king, okay? And 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 his presence inspires so much awe. His presence inspires dread. It inspires fear. It inspires wonder as well. It inspires amazement. Okay, the Bible tells us in Job that when, when, um, when, when, when God was creating the earth, He was laying the foundations of the earth. The angels were so much filled with wonder and amazement that they even jumped and they shouted for joy because they could not understand. They could not comprehend how this being is able to put things together put um, beings in the sea to support the foundations of the heavens like um he's such a strange being and he's and his presence inspires wonder his presence inspires fear so this man sits upon the throne and it's not just anybody who can go before this king okay you can't just rise up and walk to him because because he's he's he, he, he's, he's a king in all his magnificence all you can do is to just bow down to him and and worship him which they do in heaven okay but something happened that made this lamp able to go before the one that sat upon the throne now right from 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 from, from the beginning his 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 heart desire has been to make man his friend his heart desire had been to fellowship with man to commune with man that he'll be able to, to come to man and talk to man, okay, and visit man. That what is man that thou art mindful of? That was what he had always wanted to do. But something happened when he created man in the Garden of Eden that we all know about that truncated this desire of his, okay. And this lamp was the only one that was able to, 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 to turn things around for him. This lamp laid down his life. This lamp went, came down to earth 
and came to bring back that desire that he came to bring back um he came to reconcile man back unto him so that he's able to 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 have that that desire fulfilled again this lamp shed his blood this lamp gave himself up this lamp sacrificed himself just so the father could be happy okay so the lamp forgot about himself he, he lived a sacrificial life just so this this being on the throne would be happy and he came and the bible tells in revelation chapter 5 that you are worthy 5 verse 90 that you are the one who is worthy so go before this being because he, because you were the one who was killed you were the one whose blood has has ransomed the people for god brought them back from every tribe you are the one who have caused them to become god's kingdom and his priest you are the one and because of you they will reign on the earth and be the kings that god himself wanted them to be in the beginning so because of what he did the 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 the, the, the a warmth was created for him in this in this being's heart okay so a warm path was created there was a, a, a form of a warm embrace for him this this being opened up his his arms to him and then he was therefore able okay so so with all the innumerable angels in heaven, with all the 24 elders, with all the, the, the living creatures, with everything that was ever made, this lamp was the only one who was able to make this being happy. And therefore, the, the, the being opened up his arms to him. And he was able to walk to him and take the scroll, okay? So that is the reason why it was only the lamp that was slotted because it was his blood that brought back this man's desire for him, okay? That is how come he was able to do that. So, um, having answered that, let me move on to the, the church of Ephesus, okay? Now, Ephesus, okay, the Bible tells us that there were five things that they did that made Jesus happy with them. And, the, and, and, and these five things, um, amongst them was that, number one, um, the, the, one of the things was that they were hardworking and they had patience endurance, okay? one of the three things which jesus calls as patience endurance is one of the three things which jesus calls as according to revelation chapter 1 verse 9 it says that i john am your brother and your partner in one suffering two in god's kingdom and three in the patience endurance to which jesus calls us okay now these people of ephesus they one they were hard working and were and were patient and of patience endurance suffering number one this suffering that um, John is talking about says that number one in Hebrews 5 8 we learn that even Jesus Christ the son of God he learned obedience he learned how to obey God through the things that he suffered okay suffering is therefore one of the things we are called to do in, to, uh, we are called to in this higher calling of Jesus Christ whatever brings us pain might be God's way of teaching us to obey him as Jesus Christ suffered in order to fulfill what God has written concerning him so we also must suffer to fulfill God's purpose for our lives we must not escape suffering to please our own selves don't just leave the church because people are gossiping about you stay in it suffer be in it that would be an act of rebellion which would only please satan okay so don't just leave because you are suffering or they are talking about you or they are gossiping about you no do what you have to do go through it number two we are called into god's kingdom we are called into um, a, a kingdom of priests 
okay to intercede for each other we are called to be kings to rule in god's to rule after god's kind okay as we learned the other time that he was not happy and he stood up from his throne because because the the, the kings that he had he had he had enthroned were not um were not fulfilling the righteousness that he had wanted them to therefore he stood up okay so we are supposed to be kings and then we stand up for the for the for the poor the needy um the the, the widow so we, we're supposed to judge fairly okay the number three the patient endurance there are countless references of this throughout scriptures in Revelation chapter 13, verse 10, um, God's holy people are encouraged to endure persecution patiently and to remain faithful. Also in Revelation chapter 14, verse 12, God's holy people are asked to endure persecution patiently, obeying his commands and maintaining their faith in Jesus. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6, the apostle tells us to be truly glad. He says that there is wonderful joy ahead, even though we have to endure many trials for a little while. Um, he says these things will show our faith is genuine. Our faith is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though our faith is more precious than mere gold. So that when our faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring as much praise, glory and honor on the day Jesus Christ it's revealed to the whole world and then james also tells us in 1 12 that god blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation for afterward they will receive the crown of life that god has promised to everyone who love him again in matthew chapter 24 verse 10 to 13 jesus christ says that the day will be coming when many will turn away from him and betray and hate each other many false prophets will also spring up to deceive many sin will be rampant and the love of many will grow cold but the but the one who is able to stand and endure patiently will be saved in the end of all these according to hebrews chapter 10 verse 36 patient endurance is what we need so that we'll continue to do god's will in, in order to receive all that he has promised for he says um intent that is 38 that for in just a little while the coming one will come and not delay and my righteous ones will live by the faith in their hearts my righteous ones will not live by what they see they will not live by what people are saying they'll not live what people are doing to them but they will live by my word in their hearts they will live by faith but i will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away but we are not like those who turn away from god to their own destruction no we are the faithful ones whose souls will be saved okay then secondly apart from being patiently and apart from being um, um apart from, um, from 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 enjoying patiently and being hard with that's number one number two this church did not tolerate evil people they quickly shunned evil people and would not associate with them they kept not bad company they obeyed god's word in someone that commands us that blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seats of the scornful they they actually they actually obeyed this command okay then number three the church of ephesus what they did that pleased god was that they examined the claims of every apostle they listened to everyone who called himself a pastor everyone who called himself a prophet they examined the person's claims the person's teachings they judged the spirits to know which was true the bible says they found out that some of these apostles were liars in first john 4 1 john admonishes all children of god he says 
Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world, okay? So by doing this, they obeyed God's command and he is pleased with them. So whatever you hear, when I say something to you, don't just take it hook, line, and sinker. Go and search your scriptures. If you don't agree, come back, okay? Don't just accept everything you hear, okay? Bible says that was what they were doing and Jesus was pleased with that, okay? This is what Jesus wants us to do. And then also, fourthly, the church also suffered for Jesus without quitting. This is another one of the three things which Jesus has called us to. Hebrews 5, 8 says, explains that Jesus was the son of God, but he learned obedience through suffering. It was through this that God qualified him as a perfect intercessor, that is a high priest, and he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obeyed him. And God also designated Jesus Christ to be the high priest in the order of Melchizedek, God promoted him for suffering for him. And then finally, this body of Christ hated those Christ also hated, the Nicolaitans. In 2 Chronicles chapter 9, when King Jehoshaphat arrived safely in Jerusalem from joining forces with, with Ahab, God's anger burned against him. And God sent Jehu to meet him with these words, Why should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? So you see, God appreciates people who love what he loves and hates what he what he hates this is an obvious evidence of loyalty to him so for these five things jesus christ commended the church of ephesus okay now if if if, if you have any of these five things you could be part of this church okay now um there were other there was one weakness that jesus christ did not like about the church god willing tomorrow we'll talk about that one i pray that god will keep you god will guide you god will cause his face to shine upon you and be merciful unto you may god be gracious unto your hands and everything that you, you put your hands into do may they bring you much results in the mighty name of jesus christ have a blessed day you and your family in jesus name